0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Waterglow Podcast. Yay! We're your hosts, Ben
1: and Indigo. I almost forgot for a second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like forever.
1: Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. Or it feels like it anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, it really does. So today's episode is going to be about unconditional love.
1: Yay! I love you. I love you. And I love all of our listeners, even the prickly ones. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) I don't know why I'm feeling called to say this right now, but like our episode titles, right? Like we come up with this, oh, let's talk about that. And then, of course, we are professional ramblers. Both of us are phenomenal (laughs) ramblers. We're pros. We've been doing it for a very, very long time. Mm. We're real good at it. So, like, you know, maybe we might go a little off-topic here and there, but we try to circle back. Yeah. But we title the episode what the talking, you know, point is. Like, what we would like to discuss and all the offshoots of it.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually thinking a a while ago, speaking of rambling, (laughs) I was thinking a while ago about doing, like, a a behind-the-scenes kind of thing at some point. Oh, yeah. You know, like, what our process is and how... Very not processy. It is. We
1: literally are just like, "Hey, do you want to do a podcast today?" Yeah. What should we do it on? Hmm. How about unconditional love? Sure. Let's go. That's our behind the scenes. It wouldn't be very exciting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I, I was th- I was thinking about like you know doing a little video and like showing how I have the setup.
1: Oh yeah, that's a good idea. It's like, yeah. It's real simple.
0: I, yeah, and like I know a lot of people like want to do podcasts, but. Don't really know how to get started, you know. Yeah. So I might it's, do something like that at some point.
1: It's really easy. I think yeah. we spent under. I mean, aside from your laptop, under two hundred dollars on the setup.
0: Yeah, if yeah, that... I mean, yeah. We just got like two fifty-dollar microphones, I think. Yeah. And like, that's it. Everything else was like open source, free stuff. <laughs> right. Two
1: turntables in a microphone. <laughs> 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 I can't. It's like you know backwards anyway anyway good god off to a rambly start already (laughs) unconditional love now this topic is so fun like because who defines it right yeah and i've seen people kind of twist the definition to fit whatever situation they're in at the time to Mm -hmm. be like oh that's not unconditional love because they didn't do my definition of unconditional love but (laughs) The truth is unconditional love. It's in the title. It's mm-hmm. in the word itself. It's love without condition. Right. Exactly. Unconditional love does not mean unconditional access.
0: Yes. Yes. That That's a huge thing. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, I think like most of the time that I've had people argue with me about what unconditional love meant. um, It was usually like that. Like, you know. If you have unconditional love, you can't have boundaries.
1: Right. And that's not true. Right. <laughs> I can love, I love strangers halfway around the world unconditionally mm-hmm. that I will never meet.
0: Yep. So, and there are some people that I love unconditionally that I have no interest in ever speaking to again.
1: Same. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I've been thinking about a couple people lately where I was like, oh, I hope they're doing really well. Like. Even people that were mean to me, that's where I really test myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll think about people who bullied me or people who were maybe not so nice to me. And I'm like, do I love this person? And I'm like, yeah, I do, because it's the prickly ones that need it the most. Yep.
0: Absolutely. And like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's really, really weird. I, I was actually thinking about it like before you even suggested this episode, I was thinking about it like, uh, uh like I don't know. Uh, I've I've known a lot of people, uh, myself included, that tend to forego boundaries because of ideas of what unconditional love means.
1: Right. And they put themselves in very unhealthy situations.
0: Right, right, exactly. As a
1: result of uh keeping up that image. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to think I don't love them. Yeah.
0: Or I don't want to, I don't want me to think that I don't love them. Right. You know, a, a lot of it's like, you know, holding yourself to a too high standard, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And, you know, I was thinking about it, like, there, there have been a lot of times that, um, have been in, uh, like situations and relationships and stuff that were really, really unhealthy and like emotionally abusive. Right. hmm And, uh, I was thinking about it in terms of like, if you, let's say you had a friend who was in the same situation. Right. If you told them, well, you should just suck it up. Would that be a very loving thing to say? Absolutely not. No. Exactly. Exactly. So
1: why don't you offer yourself the same respect Mm -hmm. and the same advice? Do the same for yourself as you want to see the people around you and the people that you care about doing.
0: Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And. You know, it's, uh, I don't know. I've always had a bit of a problem with that, you know, with yeah. like holding myself to a higher standard than anybody else in the entire universe. Right. Which is not healthy. It's right. Very
1: toxic. And it's a great way to slip into a very deep depression.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can confirm from lots of personal experience.
1: Yep. Trying to meet unrealistic expectations for yourself mm-hmm. that you don't hold other people to.
0: Right. Right, exactly. And a lot of that is like, you know, being able to hold unconditional love for yourself. Right. You know,
1: and that's the trick. Once you learn how to love yourself unconditionally, it makes it so easy. Mm-hmm. To love other people because you realize that everybody else is representing some aspect of you. And what makes another person difficult to love is actually representing something within yourself that you are struggling to love about yourself. And it, and once you embrace all of it, even the things you consider false, once you love it all, mm-hmm. you can love everybody unconditionally. Yep. Absolutely. It's wild. Like. Everything changes once you learn to love yourself. Even when I mess mm-hmm. up and I get angry or I lash out or whatever, I'm just like, well, that sucks, but it's part of who I am and I love it.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is what it is. Exactly. And, you know, it's a, um, I kind of like, you know, I, there are certain things that I would like to improve about myself. Absolutely. Know, but, um,
1: but you love the work in progress, too. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's like, you know, if you're like, you know, working on a project, you don't hate it until it's finished.
1: Right. Right. I, I mean, that would be silly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've known some people that seem to work OK that way, but it's like that's kind of rare for it to like work out. Like
1: hating their work in progress until it's done? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess. Which is I've, weird. I've always understood that. An unfinished product is an unfinished product until it's finished. So why would you not love the process to completion?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, some things just like are never finished. It's like a constant work in progress. Oh yeah, like us. Yeah, exactly.
1: Constantly improving. Mm hmm. Yep. Never going backwards. Rarely. Yeah,
0: and you can love where you're at and still move forward. Right. You know,
1: love where you're going. Yep. Yeah, love. <sighs> To love yourself as is and as you will be is to love your journey. Mm-hmm. It's constantly changing, constantly evolving, constantly expanding. Mm-hmm. So love the change and you can constantly love yourself no matter what form you're in. Right.
0: Yeah. It, so, it's like, you know, some people enjoy driving. Right. And, you know, it's, it's not that there's a particular destination that they have in mind. They just enjoy driving. They just driving. enjoy driving. Right. You know, and that's kind of the same thing is like you know yeah traffic jams sometimes kind of suck but like right yeah but you know you're not gonna just be like oh i'm just never gonna drive again
1: exactly yeah
0: that's kind of silly yeah
1: (laughs) oh i'm never gonna get in a car and go anywhere because that one time i was stuck in a traffic jam for whatever i don't know yeah that's silly you're right (laughs) yeah (laughs) Like, I'm never gonna date again because that one person broke my heart a decade ago.
0: Oh, I've I've met some people like that.
1: Oh, it's so silly. I get it initially. Like you're Mm -hmm. dramatic and you're like, I'm never gonna love again, just like in the movies, you know. Yeah. Monkey see, monkey do. And then you meet somebody new and you're like, Oh, I guess I will. (laughs) Now that there's someone here, I guess I can.
0: Yeah. It's silly. That's one thing I never, ever fell into, even even when I was, like, young and dumb. You oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, you know, when things finally got to the point where I, yeah, you know, like I said, I had, like, problems with boundaries and self-respect. Yeah. Um, You've definitely nipped those in the butt. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, like, even back when I had, like, all of those, like, insecurities and stuff, like, when, when things got to the point where I knew I had to leave, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, it was... I don't know. I was, I just like reached this point where I was just like, nah, fuck all of that. Bye. Yeah. And just listen to a bunch of like angry nineties metal music.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I remember you telling me that. And I was just like, how do people do that? And then I witnessed you do it and I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. You put up with it. You put up with it. You try to work through it, try to work through it. And then it hits a point where you realize that no changes have actually been made. There's Mm -hmm. no actual progression. You're like, okay, bye. It just blows my mind that you have the ability to do that. You still love, but Mm -hmm. you're just like, meh, done. It's wild to watch. See, I've never been able to do that until a few years ago. Mm -hmm. I finally was like, oh, I'm hurting myself by not leaving (laughs) these toxic situations. Mm -hmm. This is why I'm not getting better because I'm constantly surrounding myself with the things that are causing me to feel really not good. Mm -hmm. So I need to cut you know, all that off. Now, in my situation, I ended up cutting off literally everyone, not just select people. I isolated myself (laughs) completely because I was like, hmm, I need to figure out who I am when I'm not around all these people who are telling me who I am. Mm -hmm. So I deleted all my social media and I learned to love myself unconditionally. Yep, I I had to figure out who I was exactly to figure out, how to love who I was. How could I love myself if I didn't know who I was? Mm -hmm. And then I figured out who I was. I was like, damn, you're awesome. (laughs) Hell yeah. You were really keeping yourself in a shitty space. Yes. yes. You could have had all this awesomeness long, long time ago if you had just chosen yourself instead of everybody else. Yep. And that is something that was part of my unhealthy understanding of unconditional love. I thought... When you love somebody, you make them a priority and you Mm -hmm. put them before yourself, which is not healthy at all. Because you're basically handing control of yourself to that person willingly. Mm -hmm. Like they're not sure. There's a lot of people who will gladly take it. Yeah. But you're literally nobody can take your power from you or control you without your permission. Right. So when you choose to put somebody else before yourself you're choosing to hand them control of you mm-hmm.
0: and that's not healthy at all. Right. And yeah, I mean, that, that, that reminds me like, um, there was something else that I was thinking about earlier was like, um, you know, unhealthy situations, keeping yourself in an unhealthy situation. And I've done that many times in the past. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's always like, you know, things get like really, really, really uncomfortable. Right. Right. Like, You just, you feel like shit all the time. Yeah. Right. And, uh, I, I've always had this problem in the past where, um, I would just be like, what the hell is my problem? Right. Right. Like how do, how do I get to be okay? Right. Right. Like, just like frantically trying to figure out how to be okay with the situation. Right. Right. Yeah. And, um, I don't know that, that uh, to, 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 to me, like the way I'm looking at it now, it's like that's like saying, how do I be OK with getting repeatedly punched in the face? Right. You don't. You just leave.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's weird. I gave that example earlier somewhere, but you didn't know about that.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. That, what- is, that is funny. Like, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been off of Twitter for a couple of days. Yeah. And I,
1: like, I tweeted. I was like I said something along the lines of like if you. If you let somebody punch you in the face multiple times, you're not a peaceful person. You're retarded. You're stupid. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. if somebody is constantly punching me in the face, I'm going to walk away. I'm going to no. remove myself from an unhealthy and toxic and physically abusive situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Period. Yep. Exactly. Like, and all, it's all self respect. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I had none back then. <laughs>
1: yeah. Same. <laughs> And I didn't even know that. I didn't mm-hmm. even realize that. Like growing up, and I know that I understand that this is just how my family showed love, right? Mm-hmm. Uh in my teen years and early adult life, my my mom would show love by like buying me things, giving me money, giving me presents, buying me what I want, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So like I thought in my mid to late you know, t- I thought that's how you show somebody that you love them. You buy them things mm-hmm. like that's just how m- I was shown love. So I thought that's how you show love. So I would like give a lot. Yeah. And and uh, I didn't have a lot of money. So I would like make jewelry and give it to people or make art and give it to people just to show, hey, I love you. Mm-hmm. And and here's a, my way of showing that. I didn't realize that not everybody did that. So, yeah. like, some people would, like, expect more mm. and, and think that I just was, like, giving them all sorts of shit all the time for no reason. But really, it was just my love language until I learned a different way was to give gifts. And that's it.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. I,
1: and I thought that's how people were supposed to show me love, too.
0: Yeah. And that expectation thing is, has been a bit of a problem in my past. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, not so much with like buying things, but just like I don't know, going out of your way. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, I've I, I, I've um just like my way of expressing myself, right? Right, and um is it, it it became it became a big problem many times with a lot of my past relationships, where like it would just I, I would do things. Um, you know, to, to express affection, right? Right, yeah. And, and you do it a little it be- differently. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it became expected. And not just expected, but it was like once it becomes expected, then it's expected that I go above and beyond that. Right. And then that becomes expected. Yeah. And eventually I just have nothing left.
1: Exactly. And then you're done.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It's like, yeah. well, well, don't have anything left to give. Um, they're asking for more. Bye. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: That sounds familiar.
0: Yes. Even not verb, not even verbally most of the time. Just like this, like passive aggressive dissatisfaction. kind of Yeah. Crap. Yeah. You know,
1: punishing you. Yeah. Without yeah. actually punishing you. Cause they know with full certainty that they weren't, mm-hmm. <laughs> that you were giving from kindness. They probably knew you were giving more than you had to give. And yep. then when you were fresh out, they were like, ah. eh, mm, eh, you know, the passive-aggressive bullshit. And you were like, (laughs) deuces. Yes. (laughs) Not going to take that, no.
0: Yeah, no, no. That's
1: one of the things about, like, you're so soft and kind. You are, like, the ideal man, in my opinion. You're soft, you're kind, but you're also, like, you know, do manly shit. I don't know. But you have boundaries, Mm -hmm. and you treat yourself with respect, which is like so hot to me. Like, yes, tell me, no, tell me you're not going to do that. Yeah. I'm a bang later because because you told me no, like, you know, it's hot to me to see a man mm-hmm. who respects himself enough to put himself first. Like you take care of me, you take care of your family, but not at the expense of your own well-being. Yeah. Now. Yes. Before oh, it yeah. wasn't that like that. <laughs> but watching you blossom into that has mm-hmm. been incredible. Yeah.
0: And that's definitely been a recent change.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we w- you know, we get what we need, right? Like yeah. I had some fears, you had some lessons that you needed, mm-hmm. and you needed to show me that my fears were uh silly, that they were pointless. Mm-hmm. So source led somebody into our life that embodied my fears that challenged the parts of yourself that you needed to strengthen. And we walked out of it way better yeah. than we went into it. It was amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was, yes. Yeah. I'm grateful. I, yeah. Me too. Me too.
1: And that's, you know, the getting through difficult times in a relationship like that, like now, we'll you know, romantic love. Mm-hmm. Uncon- I love you unconditionally to the point where like i stepped back while you were talking to somebody else and was like do whatever you need to do this is weird and a little (laughs) uncomfortable but you know i love you enough to let you be free to make your own choices and do whatever you want yeah even if it meant changes for my you know uh my expectation was you know normal patterns and stuff yeah but i was just like all right well I love you enough to let you go. So we'll see what happens (laughs) And as soon as I like release control. You were like, Hey, babe, (laughs) all (laughs) up on it. It's amazing what happens when you, when you act from genuine intention, Mm -hmm. like beautiful things happen. Genuine intention plus truly unconditional love. We blossomed into, I don't know. We were already really a strong couple and deeply in love, but Mm -hmm acting with pure intention and unconditional love our relationship has blossomed into a level of beautiful connection that i've never experienced before i don't even have words to explain it yeah because both of us have learned unconditional love true Mm -hmm. truly unconditional love
0: absolutely yes and if anyone is a new listener in case they're confused we're Polly.
1: oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I just assume people listen to all the episodes. We're polyamorous, which means that we're committed to each other, but we're also we also have other relationships with people. Right. Ben's yep. actively dating, I'm not really looking right now.
0: Well, I mean, I'm not really actively looking right now either. But. Well, yeah.
1: Anyway, if somebody were to pop up, <laughs>
0: yeah. whatever. I'm yeah. not
1: really looking for a romance elsewhere right now. <laughs>
0: That makes sense. Yeah.
1: Which is usually when it happens. So that's true. Yeah. We'll see. Serendipity
0: <laughs> stuff. Yep. 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 It's
1: when you're not looking for it that it just pops up.
0: That is very true of most things. Right. Yep.
1: But yeah. So, like, unconditional love. What that is, it's it. like I said, it's in the words, like the words love without condition, period. Mm hmm. That's it. That's it. Like just the emotion, the feeling, the ability to love. Now, this, if somebody tries to tap on, like, oh, well, it's not unconditional if you don't talk to me. No, 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 no. That's you putting conditions on your love. Not, no, I love you and I will always love you from a distance because if loving you means reducing the self respect and love I have for myself. And unconditional love I have for myself, and na 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 na, na. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you can love somebody without hurting yourself, mm-hmm. and if somebody tries to say, "Well, you're you don't love me," if you that is love with condition. Yep. Period.
0: And it's also manipulation.
1: Yep. It's very manipulative. Mm-hmm. And it's emotionally abusive to tell someone that they don't love you when they genuinely do mm-hmm. because they didn't do what you want. Yeah. That's abusive. It is. And that's you trying to control another person.
0: Yep. Yep. It's like that. If you really cared, you'd Nope. 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 Yeah. Not exactly. down. Exactly. That. Yeah.
1: That's like that goes right along with like, look what you made me do. Yes. Like, uh, Ugh. Yeah. Look how you made me act. I would not have acted like this if it weren't for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Bitch, come on. Seriously. Let's be real about this. Yep. Yep. Fortunately, I've never encountered that in person. But um, I've... oh, I have. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: Like, I act out of character sometimes because I'm interacting with somebody who is making things very. Aggressive and frustrating. Yeah. But I take responsibility for that. I'm like, yeah, you wanna go? You wanna go? Yep. I'll be a cunt. Yeah. I'll be a cunt, but I'm gonna own it. I'm being a cunt because I want to be a cunt, not because you made me do a cunt. You don't get that power over me. Yes. Period. Yep. Do yep. I said do a cunt? <laughs> <laughs> you may <laughs> look what you made me do. You made me do a cunt. <laughs> oh man. you made me do it. You forced me.
0: Yep, yep. <laughs> I, just, I, I remember that uh, that line from that Naka song where he's like, I will learn to be peaceful, but I'll keep my knife at my side. That,
1: yes. That is yep. a big part of what taught me boundaries was that line specifically.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, it's, a, it's important, you know?
1: It goes along with do no harm, but take no shit. Yes. Which is, I think, also in that song, but he didn't say it originally.
0: Right, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, it's uh, yeah, you know, like like you were saying with me, like I'm I'm like really peaceful person, right? Yeah. I also know kung fu.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's ho- see, that's hot to me. I I just <laughs> knowing that you are like the softest, most kindest, like just genuinely good person, but you could kill someone if you needed to. Like that's just hot. <laughs> it is like with your bare hand. Like I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. I think it's hot. <laughs> 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 like. It's, I don't think it's the fact that you can kill someone as much as the fact that you have that kind of control. Yeah. Like, the, like you choose to remain peaceful unless you don't, unless a situation arises where you need to make a different decision.
0: Yes. Yes. And fortunately, I've managed to avoid all of those right, <laughs> types yeah. of situations, but, uh, I, I don't know. I, I still use blocks and stuff uh, on the kids all the time.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. When they're being fairly, flaily birds trying to grab at things they're not supposed to have.
0: Yes. It's yes. so
1: frustrating for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or like they get a little aggressive and I'm just like, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. <laughs>
1: or you put them in a
0: body lock until they're ready to talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh goodness. It's so
1: sometimes, like, he'll take the boys outside and I'll, there was this one time I just walked past the window and I see my son's butt like, like he has them in a lock in his legs or something. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, he wanted to be a brat. So I'm just holding him here until he's ready to talk.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cause they fight so hard. Yeah. They're boys. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, And you know, they're like at an age where aggression is at, A lifetime high oh the
1: fight for dominance
0: oh yeah yeah who's gonna be the alpha yeah that 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 has been a bit of a challenge (laughs) like i you know being very peaceful Mm. whenever in the past whenever i've encountered any kind of dominance display my reaction is like fuck that noise and just walk away right (laughs) you know
1: which is like the most dominant alpha type thing you can do (laughs) like you're just like nah
0: Mm-mm. Yeah, but I can't exactly do that with the kids because then they'll think that they run the house. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that that's been uh, hmm. that's been interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah. And kids are like the perfect show of unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want an example of truly unconditional love, look to children. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't see any sort of limiting label. They don't see color. They don't see race. They don't, or same thing. They don't see sexual orientation. They don't see gender. They don't give a fuck. They're just like, hey, you're a person. You're nice. I love you.
0: Mm -hmm. Even if
1: you're not nice, they're like, I love you. Yeah. Stay away from me. You're scary, but
0: I love you. Yes. Like. (laughs) Like, they don't hold on to shit either. It's like, you know, like sometimes they'll get like, uh, some toy taken away because they're trying to throw it across the house and they're just like, I'm very upset with you. And then like two seconds later they want, I want to hug and kiss. Yep. Yeah. Like, okay. They don't
1: and and that's been difficult. Like that's one of the things that like I told myself at the beginning. I was like, I cannot hold grudges with my children. They do shit that pisses me off all the time. And I I walk in the other room and I do my breathing and I take a minute. And then I come back and I let it go because I don't want to teach my children to hold a grudge. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. they let go of being in trouble. They let go of doing something wrong. They let go of that stuff within minutes. Mm-hmm. And I never, ever want them to to learn how to hold a grudge. Yeah. You know? So, like, I have to... There's been two or three times where I've gone and screamed into a pillow just because I'm so frustrated. Yeah. But... I don't hold a grudge with my kids and I don't ever want to teach them to kids are the perfect example of literally having a healed and fully functioning inner child. Like mm-hmm. they don't judge, they don't hold grudges. They love unconditionally. Like they are an example of purity and what it would be like to be fully healed. Yeah. Ish. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, we could explore like reincarnation and karmic patterns and, you know, karmic debt and all that stuff. But overall you come in, you get a memory wipe and you start your patterns with your family. And if you can limit the amount of patterns that you pass down that were passed down to you, like, for example, my, my family showed me love with material items. I had to do my best to limit Uh, Material items that I give my kids in as a I don't give my kids material items as a show of love. I give them cuddles. I give them kisses and hugs and you know what I what I'm choosing to define as a show of love and I give them gifts for other things. Yeah. You know, and, and as a result of that, I have broken that pattern, that cycle that was passed down to my mom, that my mom passed down to me. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's something that is in your subconscious as a result of a lifetime of running this exact same cycle over and over. Yeah. And when you can actively stop yourself from acting on autopilot running these not so beneficial patterns and make a different decision in that moment you are starting the process to breaking a toxic a generational toxic pattern
0: yeah yeah i think like as as is often the case i'm a little weird um (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love your weird yes like uh i i don't i didn't really do that that much um, like, um, sort of acting through unhealthy patterns for that, uh, I picked up from my parents and stuff. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I've always been a little bit like self-aware, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't remember ever not being self-aware. Right. Yeah. I remember being, having self-awareness, uh, at least to some extent, like when I was like five or six, I think. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, like uh, there there were a lot of things where it's like, you know, my parents would do things a certain way, and I would just be like, even as a kid, I would be like, I don't like that. I'm not going to do that when I have kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I had some things like that, but not. I wasn't. I definitely was not self aware, or, or maybe I was, and then you go to sleep when you reach a certain point of the programming, whereas you didn't. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I I. I there, there has been uh, sort of um, different iterations of asleep and awake right throughout yeah. my life. Who defines it again. Yeah, yeah, and, and, like you know, I like I think
1: there's layers.
0: Yeah, definitely, and like, uh, like I, I don't know, like uh, I, I've always had sort of an awareness of uh, the the fact that the physical realm is not all there is. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I've always known that. Yeah. Um, but I uh, did suppress that for like seven years when I was with my um, yeah. PhD science professor X. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh th- that got beaten out of me pretty quickly.
1: Nothing outside the known was allowed. Yeah. You're not allowed to ponder what could be, mm-hmm. what could be birthed from the known or from the unknown or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A PhD will do that to you. Yep,
0: yep. Advanced
1: and, indoctrination. Yeah,
0: very it's, advanced. Yes. And it, the, the the weirdest part about that whole thing is that I met them in kung fu class, <laughs> and um, the they were really 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 good, like freakishly good, at chi work. That's so, but didn't, but didn't believe, believe it in it. that's just like that's, one of the one that of the nuts yeah yeah it's really weird uh we actually saw it on a thermal camera one time oh wow yeah it's, it's it's weird like if you do like chi work in front of a thermal camera you can see it yeah yeah
1: i remember you showing me that at the discovery place or something i don't yeah, know yeah i don't remember but that was cool mm-hmm. that's wild to like experience it yourself and still not believe in it that's yeah. nuts to me
0: Yeah, not just experience it, but be really good at it.
1: That's just nuts (laughs) to me.
0: Yeah, and that's what, I don't know, that's one of the reasons I'm not entirely convinced of that whole, like, belief is everything kind of philosophy. Yeah, that's why I said that. Yeah, like I've heard that so many times, and I'm just like, first of all, I've had a lot of experiences that were way outside of my belief system. And second of all, that...
1: (laughs) Yeah. So your belief isn't actually required in order for it to exist. Whereas, like, there was a point in time. Well, for the, I guess it depends on who's looking. Cause for the individual, if you refuse to believe in it, then in your individual reality, it won't exist because you're denying it and calling it something different, if that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe. But in the collective, like, your ex was. Clearly, very gifted with chi, with with mm-hmm. energy. Yeah, but refuses to acknowledge it. Yeah, like, so they wouldn't take any level of responsibility or like credit for being good at it.
0: No, no. Well, no, actually, like I don't know. I, I I think they thought that it was some physical process that was abstractly represented through chi, like that it was like. um, I don't know, like, kind of kind of like how people talk about, um, uh, uh, like, in Newtonian physics, there's, like, the gravitational right. force, which isn't actually a thing. Right. It's just a convenient abstraction of what's actually, like, well, not that we actually know what's going on with gravity,
1: but. Right. <laughs> That's anyway. a whole other episode. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, they thought it was, like, all of the, like, the mystical aspect of it was all complete bullshit. Right. And it was just biology.
1: Oh, wow. So even though they could not physically prove how it worked, they refused to entertain that it could be mystical.
0: Yes. But wow. Then, they, then again, they they, they also believe the same thing about quantum physics. Oh, that's they thought it was it. bullshit. That's so unfortunate to <laughs> yeah. limit yourself in that way. Like, yeah. I mean, not just like...
1: Quantum not- physics is literally, like, you, you have to be okay with quantum physics if you would like to <laughs> advance forward into the future because quantum <laughs> physics is going to be a major, major <laughs> yeah. part of advanced technology.
0: Yes, it already is. Like, you know, lasers and yeah, uh, exactly. semiconductor technology. Uh, and don't like, even. The existence of computers is and the blending... entirely dependent on quantum processes. Right,
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: It's so weird. It's like, I don't know. Anyway... <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Moving Unconditional on. love. <laughs> yes. Yes. That, that, that was, that was a test of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: Luckily, I don't know. I think like I've been in relationships and friendships that should have been much more difficult than they were to navigate. Like I've had very abusive friendships in the past, but I just mm-hmm. like always accepted people exactly as they were yeah like i was just like okay well that's just how they are that's just how that person is Mm -hmm. until it got to well you know a a point of like actual abuse and like fear you know for Mm -hmm. my safety yeah that kind of thing uh but like i still love that person that treated me like absolute trash i'm like i really hope he does well i hope that he's successful in life i hope mm-hmm. he changes and learns to love himself so that he could be nicer to other people yeah and i th- and that's what makes it easy to love prickly people people mm-hmm. who are are not very nice that you know once you learn to love yourself and you understand what unconditionally loving yourself means, you understand others better. Yeah. Like that person was extremely abusive because he hates himself. Mm-hmm. And, and I can see that now. And it's easy to forgive and still love somebody who hurt you very, very badly mm-hmm. <laughs> in a very abusive manner and, and be like, wow, you really, really, really don't like yourself. And I'm not going to add to that. So, I'm going to love you from a distance. That's unconditional love. Understanding that people are just people. There's always a reason. People don't just... I don't know. I have a very difficult time believing that anybody hurts people for fun and that they're, like, born that way. I think that there are people who carry and deny a lot of fucking pain. Mm -hmm. Like... There was somebody who was really mean to me once that I thought was a good friend of mine. And I straight up said, I was like, you know, a couple of people were like, this person said this about you. and What do you think of this person? And I said to them, I think that under a shitload of pain is a really fucking cool person. Yeah. Like they're being mean to me because they don't like something about themselves. But under all of that pain, all that shit that person has had to endure and carry and now projects outwardly because they don't want to face it, is a scared and hurt little child who mm-hmm. is probably really awesome.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, and like something that's happened uh, to, to me quite a few times with the uh, people is um, accidentally touching a wound.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, that doesn't end well. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people just aren't necessarily aware of how that works. You know, I mean, like, you know, defenses mean, like,
1: immediately come up. Yeah. If you're not like, if you don't have discipline, if somebody touches a wound, you start lashing out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, once you have like awareness of that, like it um, makes it a lot easier to navigate yeah. Um, in both directions. Like, Abs- like there've there been a couple of times that like you've either done or said something that uh was just like barely similar you know like subconscious pattern matching right, right? yeah and then there's you like, some, like to a wound yeah there's some kind of like overlapping similarity to something that uh, i was carrying around from a long time ago right and you know i get like this like pain response and i'm just like hmm, i should look into that right you know yeah but mo- that's not taught most of the time most right. people aren't aware of that right so like Well, that's part
1: of how we've been controlled.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Not knowing how to heal.
0: Yep, exactly. And like, you know, it's um, most of the time, like if you accidentally touch a wound of somebody else, they'll just like flip out on you. Yep. Because it hurts. And they don't know why. They just think that you're hurting them on purpose.
1: Yeah, that's... Take it from somebody who has done that in their past. Not much. And not like I've seen other people do it. But... (laughs) Uh, there are people who will go for a kill shot like they'll mm-hmm. they'll go for what they know with full certainty will hurt you instead yep. of just you know saying hey, what you said hurt like I don't know. if you can when somebody touches a wound and you feel that that urge, that desire to lash out, take a step back, pause, mm-hmm. practice the pause ask yourself, why would this person try to intentionally hurt me? What do they have to gain from it? What do they have to benefit from hurting me? Probably nothing. Yeah. Unless you're in an abusive situation where the person wants to control you, that's obviously different. Mm-hmm. But or why you're would just this a pers- target
0: for like, you know, a punching bag? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Right? Yeah. Ask yourself why, and and ask yourself also like when you realize like oh this person was not trying to intentionally hurt me they just said or did something that reminded me of a time that i got hurt before see if you could find the wound that was touched because the trigger response and the lashing out is a distraction from actually looking at what hurt actually looking at the wound and healing it yep and when you lash out you're just trying to inflict the same pain oh you obviously intended to hurt me. So now I'm going to hurt you because you deserve it because you did it to me. But then you find out later, oh shit, that wasn't the intention. And now you have all this shame and guilt that you have to heal on top of the wound that was touched.
0: Right. Yeah. But like, uh, also um, keep an open mind. Right. Right. Like uh, I've, I've always done that. Um, And I've been wrong a lot. Yeah. You know, it was like, uh like 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 you were saying like you know most of the time people don't hurt people on purpose right sometimes they do
1: and i try to remember that like i guess because i don't do that like i don't actually actively try and h- go out of my way to mm-hmm. hurt people so it's difficult for me to understand why somebody else would do that
0: yeah well i got that lesson really early because my um uh, sister oh, was yeah, yeah, yeah. um borderline psychopath
1: yeah Okay, yeah, that's yeah. different.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I mean, like, she would, like, deliberately hurt me on purpose physically, just for no reason, just for fun. That's nuts. As kids. And, but anyway, um, it's a, I've always given it, people, like, a lot of leeway on a lot of things, mm-hmm. you know. And... Um, Sometimes it's been like, you know, I'd, I'd feel pain because of something where like, you know, somebody like starts saying something that hurts. And I'm just like, OK, well, I should probably figure out why it hurts. Right. Right. Uh, and I like do some digging and look into it and figure out that they're actually just being an asshole.
1: Yeah. Yeah. OK. I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. You dealt with that recently a few months ago. Yes. Right. And yes. you spent you spent like a solid month digging yeah. for the wound. And then it turned out somebody was just trying to poke at you. Yeah. Like they were trying to get a reaction yep, yep. and be mindful of that too. Like if you need to hurt someone to get them to show you that they care or that they love you, that's a you issue. Like, uh, yeah. I'm sorry that whoever showed you love did it in that way, but that's not really a healthy dynamic
0: yeah. with another person. Right. I mean, like, Outside of, like, kink stuff, which is all yeah, very, like, cons- consent-based. Right. You know.
1: Yeah, but causing emotional, like, trauma to another person just so that you could see if they care. Yeah, that's, that's messed up. up. Yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. I don't care who you are.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, you know, I, I was just thinking about, like, you know, some, some people are into, like, you know, humiliation and stuff. And yeah. It's like, that's oh, different. okay. You know? Yeah, that's, that's not that's, my thing. Yeah, no. Nah. I'll pass
1: yeah but that's consent yeah exactly
0: it's consent and it's like mutually pleasurable right yeah that's
1: consensual yeah but like when somebody says hey there's this thing that's going on that's bothering me and your response to that is fuck you you're a fucking piece of shit here's all the reasons that you suck (laughs) that is not healthy that's not consensual
0: no no when
1: somebody's like hey Here's an issue we need to work through together, and your response to that is attack to attack them. Yeah, why would they stay?
0: Yeah, it, like exactly. you're you're
1: shooting bullets at the person. Why would they stay? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> uh, that was that was super weird.
1: People show love in weird ways, and that's that's another thing that gets real dicey with mm-hmm. this. Is like being so understanding and empathetic understanding unconditional love and understanding that people who have that there are a lot of people who have never actually experienced what it feels like to receive unconditional love so they don't actually know what it is Mm -hmm. because they've never experienced it and and until they do which my understanding is after they learn to love themselves unconditionally then they can learn to love somebody else unconditionally um they think that love is basically like how their parents love them or the authoritative figure in their life, love them. Mm -hmm. And for some people that's like getting their ass beat. Like, unfortunately, you know, for other people, it's emotional abuse. They think Mm -hmm. that if, if this person is hurting me, it's their expression of love. They care about me, which is not what unconditional love is. And it's not what genuine love is, but. Unfortunately, the person who is doing the hurting was likely also shown love in that way. Yep. So it's frustrating because we understand that they don't understand. But at the same time, if you're coming at me with a knife, I'm going to do what I got to do to protect myself. If you're aiming a gun at me, I'm going to do what I need to do to protect myself. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that I love you any less. It just means that I'm smart.
0: Yeah. And I'm a human
1: who has the primitive instinct to protect themselves yes. and live.
0: Yes. <laughs> and that just reminded me, like, you know, like with, with the whole, like, removing yourself from toxic situations. Right. Right. Like uh, my, um, back to the Kung Fu class. Right. Mm. Uh, my, the, the Sifu would, uh, the students would constantly ask him, like, you know, how to defend against a particular type of attack. Right. Like, right. Like if somebody's trying to hit you this way, how do you defend against it? Right. right. And his his response was always, don't be there in the first place. Yeah. If Remove you, yourself. Yep. If you if you can't help being there, then run. If yeah. you can't run, get out of the way. If you can't get out of the way, here's how you defend yourself. Exactly. Yep.
1: Avoid the confrontation if you can. Yeah. Avoid having to be in a situation. Where there's an unnecessary battle. Right. And if you can't, here's how you win it. Yep. That works for mental things too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, if exactly. somebody is constantly beating your ass, it's your responsibility to leave, Yeah, to find a way to leave. If you can't leave, then you better learn to defend yourself. There's, you know, I'm not even going to go into that, but yeah, there's plenty of options to get yourself out of a toxic situation. If you're constantly saying that there aren't, then you are... You really should take a look at yourself and figure out if you're actually just making excuses to not leave.
0: Right. Right. And I, I don't know. I don't know how common this is. But for me, like the, the main reason that I have stayed in toxic situations is because like. A combination of like self-judgment about it. Like, yeah. You know, I should be better than this than to let them get to me that way.
1: Oh, And for me, it was like, I don't want to be the one that gave up on them.
0: Uh, that too, oh, yeah.
1: Kept myself in a lot of really bad situations with that.
0: Yep, same here. And also, just like I don't know, I've I, I, I've always not anymore because I've gotten used to it. But I've I, I've always been very, uh, um, what is it called? Um, like uh, conflict avoidance. Yeah. I h- freaking hated conflict. You know I still don't like it. I avoid i i i would rather not right you know Yeah. but i know how to deal with it now but like i, I was like so conflict avoidant back then it was just like i i would rather stay in this awful situation than to have the balls to leave right you know yeah
1: exactly and <laughs> yeah. It, it takes bravery to oh. walk away from a situation that you really don't want to walk away from
0: yeah yeah. Like
1: you would rather make it work, but mm-hmm. you get to a point where you see that it's not going to happen because it takes two to make that work. And you're like, OK, yep, i got to go. And that's difficult mm-hmm. to do. It takes courage. It takes bravery and it takes self a, a level of self-love and respect that I have not seen a lot of people have. But I, I do remember that part, you know, before you learned how to put yourself first, mm-hmm. you would tolerate a lot of shit. Yeah. From a lot of people, is. including me sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, like we learned how to balance boundaries. We learned mm-hmm. self-respect for ourselves and respect for each other. Yep. And that's what unconditional love does. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love you deeper than I've ever loved anybody, period. Mm-hmm. And you inspire your love. My love for you inspires me to become the absolute best version of myself for you, which is how I went from an immature, kind of weird, toxic little girl into who I am now, which is a self-respecting, self-loving, like, I'm the best version of myself that I've ever been, and I'm only getting better, and that's because you held space for me to learn how to love myself unconditionally. Until I learned how to love you unconditionally and vice versa. And now we're just blossoming into Eden. Yeah. within, And <laughs> in, in getting better and better and better.
0: Absolutely. It just
1: keeps getting better. Yeah, like, it really does. Being able to love each other without condition, hold space for each other, allow you to be you on your own, me to be me on my own, us together. hmm It just... I don't know that level of freedom and genuine love just creates an environment for lots of things to grow.
0: Yes. Yes. And you know, it's, it's not like um, you, you said it always, it just keeps getting better and better. It does. It definitely does. Um, but like, I don't want to set up like unreasonable expectations for people. Oh yeah. That it, it, it doesn't mean that it's always sunshine and rainbows no. all the time. You know, right. It's, it's like, you know, there is lots of sunshine lots of rainbows um sometimes it's night you know <laughs> right like yeah. you know we, we we go through stuff sometimes we go through stuff independently we go through stuff together you know
1: i guess it's like we don't hold on to the the darker stuff like yeah. we yeah. Ne- we don't fight though our version of dark is like hey i'm going through this really difficult thing and it's making me feel like like the other day i straight up told you i was like I'm, I'm, I'm feeling something that's making me feel angry. And I can tell that my subconscious is trying to convince my mind to make it your fault Mm -hmm. and lash out at you. And I straight up just told you that instead of allowing it to convince me that it was your fault, I was feeling like shit. I just straight up was like, babe, something's going on. Like I feel cranky and my brain is trying to make it your fault that I feel cranky. Like that's our version of a fight now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah, really it's is. a
1: little weird, but, like, it's yeah. better than, like, telling each other, like, hurling verbal abuse at each other. Yeah, definitely. Physical.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And then we work through it. But, like, yeah. that's our version of darkness mm-hmm. in our relationship.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, I think, like, um, you know, sometimes it rains, right? Right. Like, you know, I'm just thinking about, like, you know, trying to explain things in a little bit more, like, uh symbolic way I oh guess. yeah 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 okay. Meta- metaphorical I get what you're saying like it rains uh, sometimes uh, sometimes it's overcast Um, but it's like you just like okay I'm just waiting for the sun to come back out you know right you know
1: yeah sometimes it just passes and sometimes you need to blow a little wind at it yeah <laughs> get
0: it to move yeah exactly exactly it's
1: encouragement and encouraging it along
0: yes yes and you know it's, it's like um we don't let rainy days interfere with the sunny days, right you know we let it go.
1: Yeah, just that's what I was trying to get at earlier and I lost track of what I was saying. like yeah. we don't hold grudges against each other mm-hmm. and if it like if I find myself starting to feel any level of resentment or anger or frustration for something that has already happened and that I thought I already released, I just straight up tell them that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, babe. This thing came up from like a month ago, and I thought I had dealt with it. And I don't know why I'm thinking about it, but it's kind of making me a little cranky. And then we work through it. Yeah. No grudge, no punishment. Just, yeah. hey, just... babe, this is what I'm thinking. This mm-hmm. is what I'm feeling. We're just honest with each other about how we feel. We don't, we don't mask it. We don't play pretend. We don't mm-hmm. get passive aggressive with each other. We're just honest. Right. And that's it. Yeah.
0: And the thing is, like, the more honest you are about it, the more it starts becoming more transparent. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, like, uh, not too long ago, like, I I was like, um, I could feel like some depression creeping in, you know. Right. And it's like, as soon as I started feeling it creeping in, I was just like, oh, uh, this feels like uh, suppressing my needs and wants again. Right. You know, and then we work through it and we work through it. Yeah. You know, we got that right as rain. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: If you, the, when you're self-aware like that, like, and then you're Mm -hmm. in a relationship with another person who's self-aware, it flows. Now it was a rocky road to get here. Like (laughs) it's, it's taken years of building and working together and being patient with one another Mm -hmm. and holding space, giving space. Like, but that's the thing. Like, I know he's never going anywhere. He mm-hmm. knows I'm never going anywhere. Right. Like, we're in this for this entire life, probably many before, probably many after. Yeah. But we're going to make it work. Mm-hmm. So we should probably build together. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just when you truly, genuinely love somebody, it, if both parties involved genuinely want to make it work, mm-hmm. it will you will find a way to make it work. Yes. Otherwise, somebody may say they want to make it work, but they're always gonna have an excuse as to why they can't work it out with you. Yep, yep. And if you brush problems under the rug, they're they're still there. They're just under the rug now. <laughs>
0: yep. Yes. Yes. And also like, you know, like you were saying, like, you know, working together. Yeah. Like I don't know, I, I, I just I, I just had like a mental image of like two people trying to work together to build a house, right? And like one of them is constantly setting fire to everything. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. And sometimes that's the way it works. In which case, you should probably not stick around with that person. Or you know, some sometimes it's like sometimes it's just a phase, you know? Yeah. Sometimes it's something that you can work through. If but, they're
1: not willing to acknowledge the fact that they keep lighting shit on fire then it's time to walk away yes, if, yes. If, if you have tried to get them to acknowledge that hey you keep burning down this house we're trying to build together yeah and, and they're like no i'm not with matches in their hand then <laughs> yeah. it's time to walk away but if they're yeah. like oh shit i do have these matches in my hand and i did kind of do that then there's hope yeah then there's a chance
0: yes and if their response is, "Will you put the house together wrong?" Oh god, that's, that's that, that. That's a pretty big red flag.
1: Yeah, my child does that to me. Everything oh, I yeah. do is not right.
0: Yeah, well, I not mean, exact, not all the time. But like,
1: like, there's certain days where like he's trying to assert some sort of control, and he's yeah. like, "You didn't do that right, mommy." I'm yeah. like, "Really? You want to do it yourself?" Yeah, <laughs> wipe your own butt.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. He Oh yeah, like like the other day, he was like, "I made made peanut butter jelly, right?" I mean yeah. I cut it wrong. I, like, you know, I, I asked him if he wanted it cut, right? He was like, "Yeah." And so I cut it, and then I gave it to him, and he was like, "I didn't want to cut. Are you gonna say you're sorry?" Yeah, I was like, "No, because I'm not. Because you told me to cut it, and I did."
1: <laughs> or you didn't cut it right? I wanted <laughs> squares, not triangles. Yeah, like okay, you're the one that did not specify. The shape you would like it cut. Mm-hmm. You're just looking for a problem to bitch about. Yes. To assert some level of control and make sure that you can make me feel like poopy dukes. E- you know, whatever. Yeah. It's emotional manipulation. Kids, obviously, I'm. if an adult does this, that's the intent. Control. Yes. Children,
0: they're, it's about some level of control. Yeah. And I've been in situations with lots of adults like that in the past. A lot. Yes, yes. If you don't do this, you're that.
1: No, actually, no, you don't get to define who I am. Yeah. Period.
0: Man, having kids, like so much behavior. <laughs> Other people that I've met in the past. And ourselves. like Yeah, it, and ourselves. makes oh, so much more sense. Yeah.
1: Earlier, uh, my our youngest got in trouble for throwing something because he was angry. Mm-hmm. And then as a result of... He threw something because he was angry. So I said, we don't throw things when we're angry. I need you to say it back to me. He said, okay. I said, no, you need to say, don't throw things when angry. And he finally, I finally got him to say it back to me. And then the next time he was angry, he threw something. And I was like, Aah! I got so mad. And so I put him <laughs> in his room and gave him some quiet time. And as I was walking out, I saw his toy box there. And I threw it out of his room because I was angry. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> Damn it! I literally <laughs> did the thing I'm punishing him for. Yeah, and it's like you know, kids That's... see us do it, so they do it.
0: Yeah, I've caught myself doing stuff like that before. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: frustrating. It's really frustrating because they're literally mirroring you back to you, your
0: own behavior,
1: back uh, to you, and yes. you're like me.
0: I I am very aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Anyway. Yes. Anyway.
1: But now that they're getting older, they're starting to have their own spin on it. You yeah, know, They're yeah. becoming their own people. Mm-hmm. And it's getting very interesting. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, you know, like, um, it's it, it, it's really interesting. Like, like um, I know that that this particular age is like highly aggressive, right?
1: Yeah, dominance and.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of it is just because of how quickly their brains are changing. Yeah. Because, like, you know, we've gone through some massive changes over the past couple of years. Yep. And it has been uncomfortable as shit. I can't imagine
1: being five years old. Yeah. And having to go through some, like, a five-year-old's version of that kind of change.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's got to be so difficult. And I think that's why our oldest is being bossy and a little aggressive.
0: Mm Mm-hmm yeah he doesn't
1: know how to process the changes
0: yeah and a lot of stuff that uh, you know a lot of growth is extremely uncomfortable sometimes right and physically and mentally yeah yeah exactly like having like your entire neurology changing around every day (laughs) it's a little uh, right it's a little uh i would imagine it would be very uncomfortable
1: yeah but you know we we For him, unconditionally love him. We let him feel it. We Mm -hmm. let him express it. We do what we can to um, ease the discomfort and, you know, try to allow him to just be who he is, even if it's uncomfortable for us to be around, make corrections where we can.
0: Yeah. That's love. Yep. Exactly. Well, I think we're going to wrap this episode up.
1: Thanks for joining us. Have a great day or night.
0: <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Waterglow podcast. You can find us at podcast.waterglow.net. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcast, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Pretty much anywhere where you find podcasts, we're probably there. If you want to support the show, become a patron on Patreon.com/slash Waterglow. If you'd like to contact the show you can email us at podcast at Thank you for listening, everyone.